welcome to Eyes to See podcast. My name is Brittany, and I am so grateful that you are here and you are listening to this particular episode. This episode is number 15, and the title of this episode is actually 115 Days. And I didn't plan that. It just kind of happened that way. So I think that's a good sign. Um, so we're just going to kind of jump right in. Um, I have a question just to kind of get your mind thinking. Um, it's Thursday. I don't know how your week has gone. It might have been a crazy week or a busy week. Um, so I want to kind of tune your thoughts into this first question. So this question I have is this. Are you good with change. So think about that for a second. Are you good with change? How do you handle change? Does it make your heart super happy when change comes around your way? Or does it make you itchy? I like to use that word because I think sometimes instead of using uncomfortable, um, I like to say itchy. So being honest, because I feel like I should be honest <laughs> with all of you. I am not good with change. Now, this may come to you as a surprise. Maybe not. Um, and I think as I have gotten older, it actually has gotten harder for me to accept change. And I know I've mentioned this before, but I like to have a plan and I like to know details. And when things change, especially last minute, I, I shouldn't say like I have a panic attack, but I do like my heart starts to race. I don't know if you have felt that be, you know, been in that situation when you've had to be, I don't know whether it's change at work or change with living arrangements, homes, um, jobs. I mean, it could be a handful of things there's change going on every single day. So as I mentioned, all aspects of our lives here on this earth is that things are going to change. And at one time or another, we've all heard some form of the familiar adage, nothing is as constant as change. And so throughout our lives, we, and counting myself in this, we must deal with change. And sometimes, you know what? Changes are welcome. And then there's times when changes are not. And there are changes in our lives which can come all of a sudden, such as an unexpected passing of a loved one or an unforeseen illness or something that we have lost, that we treasure. But most of the changes usually take place subtly and slowly. And so as I've thought about a lot about this, and as I have had to navigate um, the eye disease that I have and losing my vision, it has required me to embrace how I view change. And because I'm trying to embrace that word of change, um, my life has changed dramatically 
from being my ability to be able to see. And especially at night, like I've mentioned before. And I think probably one of the hardest things about this process is, is I don't know how much time I have. There's no timeline. There's no plan. There's no details. And knowing that my vision will continue to change for probably the worst, I should say, and that there's nothing that they can do. Again, that makes my heart so itchy. And I've thought um, all these different things. I've read different articles. Um, I've read, try this, try that. And I've wanted to just stop the process of what's happening to my eyes. And unfortunately, that's just not in the cards right now for me. And so I've had to think a lot about certain words when you hear the words, for example, you can't fix this. You can't change your diagnosis. There is no cure. It can cause you to fall hard to your knees and honestly not want to stand back up because there's no plan. And that just drives me crazy. And so I've really had to think to myself, how how can I go about daily things, daily life, and be okay with change and the changing of my eyes and vision that I honest, like I literally can't control. I can't control how fast or how slow. Um, it's completely a hundred percent out of my hands, literally. And so how do you handle these moments of change in your life? And how can we all have joy during these moments of hardship or moments of change on our own individual personal journeys. Because really, ultimately, we are all on a journey. We each have our own path that we're on. And obviously, that comes with some, you know, bumps and rocks and flat tires. And so how do we have joy during that time? How can we have joy during our hard times? Can we have joy when things are changing all around us? So I have good news. Um, Or I should say I have some hope that I want to share that we still can have joy in our lives no matter what is going on in our everyday lives. Day by day, minute by minute, second by second, We went from where we were to where we are now. And the lives of all of us, of course, go through similar alterations and changes. Everyone's different. And the difference between the changes in my life and the changes in your life are only in the details. Time never stands still. And it must steadily march on. And with the marching comes the changes. 
And this is our one and only chance while we are here on our mortal journey. And that is the here and now. And the longer we live, the greater our realization that this time that we are here on this earth is a brief time. And opportunities come and then they're gone. And some of the greatest lessons I think I have learned and that maybe you have learned and will continue to learn is helps us to distinguish really what is important in our lives and what is not. And so I want you to think to not let that those most important things pass you by as you worry or are adapting to change and instead just find joy in the journey now and that the joy doesn't come in well when this happens or when this doesn't happen or when you know a b c d happens it that's not how it goes we we must and i'm talking to myself too we must find that joy in our journey now and not not wait for that process so um i was uh my mother-in-law i was talking to her um this last week and she mentioned um this amazing butterfly that i have never heard of before and maybe you have heard of it i not that I know a lot about butterflies. I thought I kind of did, but I had never heard of this one. So maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Um, but it's called the blue morpho, which is a butterfly. And it's actually one of the largest butterflies found in the world. And the wingspan when it's opened up is about anywhere from about five to eight inches. So you can kind of get a visual of that. And as I researched this butterfly, I love them for many different reasons. So one of the main reasons, when you see it, you will see how the colors are like, they're bright. The, like it almost looks like, um, I want to say, I mean, it's a bright blue. And it's, what I didn't realize was, is that they're actually not a true blue and that their wings are not colored blue. And so what it actually is that I didn't realize was they have these overlapping scales that cover their wings and they have these little tiny ridges that reflect blue light. And it's kind of like that, pr the prism effect when, when light hits a prism and it, you know, does the rainbow. Well, when the light reflects off of these wings of this blue morpho, they reflect this blue. And on the other side of these amazing blue wings is actually brown. And when you can only see it when they're resting and their wings are folded up. And this drab brown color helps them to blend in with their surroundings and hide them from, you know, and en their enemies like birds or large insects. 
And they actually have two bronze colored wing spots that honestly look like eyes that would scare off, obviously, unwanted predators. But the most amazing part of this blue morpho butterfly is this, that their beauty is brief and their entire life cycle, so how long they're alive, only lasts 115 days. That's it. 115 days. But I believe that those amazing, bright, blue butterflies find all that they can and having joy in their short journey. So what if we only had 115 days left to live? What would you do? Who would you want to see and spend your time with? Would you go somewhere? How about would you change some things? Would you work on some things? What would you do differently? Would you say you're sorry? Or I love you more? Now, obviously, we probably will all be here after 115 days from now. But this question helps your mind to pause and think. I need to make sure I can have joy in my journey now, not tomorrow. Um, A favorite quote that I really love that talking about um, having joy in your journey is this. It says, quote, you pile up enough tomorrows and you'll find you've collected a lot of empty yesterdays, end quote. There is no tomorrow to remember if we don't do something today. And there is no going back, but only forward. And rather dwelling on the past, we should make the most of today, of the here and now, doing all we can to provide pleasant memories for the future. Now you may be thinking, Brittany, you don't know me. You don't know my life. You don't know my family. You don't know my health situation or my financial issues, or I'm struggling with my kids or work. And you know what? You're absolutely right. I don't. But all of those ones, all of the things I just mentioned, I have felt all of those changes in my life. And whether it's our own personal family or friends, I totally 100% get it. We are on this journey together. Our paths are different and they look different. But we can live in this world together where we can be kind to each other, especially during times where maybe our journey doesn't seem so joyful. And life is stressful. And it's funny, this last week I've actually had, I don't know if they meant to or not, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe that's why I'm doing this particular episode, I don't know. 
I've had a lot of people um, around me and that I associate with that have just been having a hard time and that have been just genuinely stressed. They have a lot on their plates. They have a lot going on. And I know when you're in that moment, it really is super hard to be able to be like, like to find joy. It really is. Like, let's be honest. It is hard, but we have to try and we have to see those little moments. And if we can't see them, then we need to find what makes us happy and where we can find that joy. Because ultimately, Heavenly Father loves us so much that he does want us to be happy and he wants us to have joy. And he knows that life isn't easy and he knows what's going on in your life and in mine. And he doesn't want us to be sad. Um, And he wants us to find those moments where we can feel joy. So sometimes those stresses that come into our lives, regardless of our circumstances, we must deal with them the best that we can. Now, I've learned many lessons about that. (laughs) Sometimes I've handled them better than others. I won't go into them. Just know I've learned from mistakes of my own when I have done better about dealing when those stresses come in my life and when I haven't dealt with them. And it's really seriously changes everything from my mood to how I'm feeling. And so be careful of that, that, that you want to just do the best that you can. We should not let those stresses get in the way of what is most important to us and what is most important almost always involves the people around us. And often we assume that, you know what, they must know how much we love them. But we should never assume. We should ne- we should always let those around us know how much we love them. Life is just too short. So send that note to a friend you've been neglecting or a text, or even a phone call. Give your child or teenager a hug. Give your parents a hug. Say, I love you more. Always, always, always express your thanks. Never let a problem to be solved become more important than a person to be loved. Friends move away and kids are going to grow up and loved ones pass on. And it is so easy to take others for granted until that day when they're gone from our lives. And we are left with those feelings of what ifs and if onlys. So we've got to relish life as we live it. We have to find joy in our journey. And share that joy and love with our friends and our family. Because ultimately one day, each of us will run out of tomorrows. There is a story um, that 
I, I really love, and I want to share it just with you. Um, and what it's about. So, um, I don't want to mess up her name, but it's the story of Borghild Dahl. And she was born in 1890. And in her early years, she suffered severely impaired vision. And she had this tremendous desire to participate in every life, everyday life, even though she had a serious handicap with her vision. And she would always get the advice from educators, people around her, her who felt that this handicap that she had was just too great. However, she didn't listen to them. And so as time went on, she attended college and she got her bachelor um, of arts degree. And then she later studied at Columbia University. And she actually became, ended up becoming a principal of eight schools in Western Minnesota and North Dakota. And she wrote um, to start off 17 books. And this is what she said. She said, quote, I had only one eye and it was so covered with dense scars that I had to do all my seeing through one small opening in the left of my eye. I could see a book only by holding it up close to my face, by straining one eye as hard as I could to the left, end quote. So you can kind of get a perspective of really how severely impaired her vision was, but it didn't stop her. So when she um, was over 50 years old, they actually miraculously had a procedure that they came up with, which um, they developed that finally restored uh, her much of her sight that she had been without for so long. And there, when after her procedure, there was this amazing thing that happened that the world opened up before her very eyes. And she took great pleasure in those small things that most of us take for granted. She said that watching a bird in flight or noticing the light reflected in the bubbles of her dishwasher or observing the phases of the moon each night. And in one of her books, she said these words. She said, quote, Dear Father in heaven, I thank thee, I thank thee. And this is what I love about this amazing woman. That her last book was published at the age of 92. And she, its title is Happy All My Life. And she is such an inspiration to me because despite her challenges, she didn't let that affect her. She lived her life to the best that she absolutely could even before her sight was restored. And so this story gives me a lot of hope that maybe one day they will find a cure for my eyes. 
But even if they don't, this story has taught me to be grateful and live each day to the best I know how. And even if that means that I don't get my miracle, that I can still have joy in my journey. Is it going to be hard? Absolutely. Am I going to have my moments where I'm super frustrated? Yes. But I can have gratitude for my many blessings and I can enjoy my todays and not just wish for the tomorrows to come. And I know that each of us can live a full and rich life no matter the challenges each of us are currently facing or will face. Despite those changes which come into our lives with gratitude in our hearts, we must and we need to fill our days as much as we can with those things which matter most. And that we must cherish those who we hold dear to our hearts and express our love to them in word and deed. I want you to make a list when you get a second. It doesn't have to be a list. I'll take one. (laughs) Don't do a list. I'll do a list because that makes my heart happy. But you don't have to do a list. I want you to think in your mind or write it down because that Anytime you write something down, I feel like it holds yourself accountable or helps you remember because we always, we all forget things, right? But what brings you joy? Don't overthink that question. Think what brings me joy? Where, what was I doing? Where was I the last time I genuinely felt joy? And I want you to pause and think about that after this episode is over and really focus on that, whatever that is. It could be just sitting outside and enjoying the sunshine. It could be a hobby that you love doing. The possibilities are endless, but I want you to start there and work up from that. And when things come to your mind that, oh, that made me so happy, or I feel so much joy right now to make a mental note, put it in your phone, put it in notes, text it to yourself. So you remember these moments. So when those hard moments come and those changes come that you might be struggling with or trials come that you can go back to your joy list And find and say, oh, I remember how I felt in that moment. I'm going to try it again. And I know if you write those things down and you practice looking for those joyful moments in your life, it's going to help you on your journey. Is your journey going to be all of a sudden easier? Absolutely not. But when we find joy during our path and on our journey, that's when we're going to see miracles in our lives that were always there, but because we're now feeling, having feeling of hope and joy, they're going to be even brighter in our eyes. So my hope for each of you and for myself is that we can adapt 
to the changes in our lives and that we may realize what is most important and that we may express our gratitude always and that we can and that we must look and find joy on our journey. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to make sure and think about what brings you joy and write it down. Thank you again for listening. I am so honored and blessed that you are here and took the time to listen to this podcast of 115 days. Have an amazing rest of your week and I will see you next week.